Hey guys, good morning, what's up? Today, something that I've been thinking about is the difference between assets and liabilities as it pertains to real estate. So, uh, one of the best real estate books that I've ever read was is uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And one of the biggest lessons from that book is the difference between an asset and a liability as it applies to real estate. So, there's a huge myth out there that your home is your biggest asset, and that is 100% not true if it is your primary residence which is where you live uh, your house is not an asset in that case unless you're selling it or you're cash flowing it so people say oh it's my biggest investment well that's only true if you end up selling it if you don't sell it and you just live in it your house is actually a liability so the easiest way to think about the difference between an asset and a liability I'm not a financial guy at all I'm not a numbers guy at all that the easiest way to think about the difference between an asset and a liability is an asset is anything that puts money into your pocket. A liability is anything that takes money out of your pocket. So your primary residence as it regards to real estate can be an asset or a liability. Um, the ways that it's a liability, think about it. You pay your mortgage every month. You pay for repairs. You pay for a new roof. You pay for yard service. You pay for pool service if you have a pool. You pay your electric bill. When things break, you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, and you pay to get new supplies, and you pay to fix them. Those are all examples of money going out of your pocket, which makes your primary residence a liability. Now, if you do sell it, you do make money on the property, but that's if you sell it. A lot of people buy uh, their primary residence, and they live there for 10, 20 years. At that point, it's not an asset at all. It's just been a liability that whole time. So if you did turn around to rent it, 20, 30 years down the road, that's when it starts to become an asset. But you would already have had 30 years of liability of losing money on the house. Uh, even though you're building equity in it, none of that matters if you don't sell or refinance it. So what I really want to talk about is how to make homes an asset. So an asset is anything that you that puts money into your pocket. So the way you turn your house into an asset is you turn it into a cash money generating machine. How do you do that? The main way to do that is by renting your house. So in a lot of cases, what's, uh, what's there's some loud noises outside, uh, what's recommended for, for uh, real estate investors and people that are trying to build out a real estate portfolio and actually add money to their bottom line is to buy a house with owner financing. So if you're gonna live in the house, you can get a lower interest rate on the house and you can get uh, less you can put less money down which is great for a couple of reasons your monthly payment is lower and the amount of money that you have to save in order to buy the house is lower usually you can buy a home with homeowner financing uh, with just five percent down so an easy example for that is if you're purchasing a house for two hundred thousand dollars you can put down um, uh, ten thousand dollars to buy the house five percent of two hundred thousand is ten thousand dollars or easier, 5% of $100,000 is $5,000. So that's an easy way. I'm, I feel like most people in their early 20s can save anywhere from five to 12 to $15,000 over a course of three years, four years, does that sound manageable? To be able to buy your first house. Now, when you do buy a house that way, the bank, your mortgage company, requires that you live in it for at least one year before either, um, before renting it out. So you can live in that house for one year and then after that year, you've already got a low monthly payment because you've got a low interest rate. You can turn around and buy another house or you can rent a house 
and your primary residence at that point, now you're able to rent that and you're able to cash flow that property and make money every month. So that's a strategy that a lot of people use that actually early on in their life buy a new house every one to two years and after they've lived in it for that period of time, they rent it out and they turn their house, which was a liability, into an asset. Now also, in that one year that you're living in your house that's required by your mortgage company, you can do a ton of different things to improve, uh, improve the property, improve um, the, the perceived value of it, and to make it more desirable for renters. And you can do that in very cheap ways, whether it's landscaping, uh, whether it's uh, painting. I mean, those are the easiest and cheapest ways to improve, improve, uh, improve your house and its desirability for potential renters. I like to do landscaping and painting. Landscaping just adds, especially here in Florida, it adds a lifestyle feel to the house where people after work can come home, sit in the backyard, enjoy it, enjoy the plants, enjoy the scenery. That makes a big difference and that'll really make you stand out from the crowd. Um, another way to turn your house into an asset, if you're not looking to sell it, if you're not looking to move, um, because you're saying, okay, so if you have to live in the house for one year, for that one year, the house is a liability for you because you're spending money on it and you're not renting it. So if you're single, you can, sorry, there's thunder outside. If you're single, you can rent out an individual room in that house. I mean, or if you're a couple, you can rent out an individual room in that house. It just depends on who you're in the relationship with uh, and how much privacy or how much, um, how much you like to, to, you value your privacy. So if you do value your privacy, renting out a room, I don't suggest it. But if you're a single person or you're, if you're in a, a relationship or the person you rent to is someone that you know, a friend or family member, which I don't really suggest. But um, if you're comfortable renting out a room in your house while you're in that one year of your, your first year of owning the house, um, then renting out a room is a great option. But what I feel like is a much better option is purchasing properties, properties that have potential to be short-term rentals, Airbnbs, vacation rentals, that can generate three to four times more what a renter, an, a regular long-term renter can in, in a room or a space. So an example of that is to purchase a home that has an in-law suite that's a separate structure from the home or has a, a converted space that's completely exclusive from the home that you can rent out as a short-term rental on a nightly or weekly basis and earn three to four times more what you would renting out an individual room in your house. So a perfect example of this is a house that we used to live in had a converted garage and I've spoken about this before. Uh, the mortgage on that house, our all-in, was probably right around $2,100 and that includes um, the landscaping, the pool, uh, electric, internet, everything, mortgage, insurance, property taxes, insurance, uh, equaled around $2,100 a month. We did have a converted garage in that house and we did list it for a time on Airbnb. And our Airbnb at that house was generating anywhere from $2,300 to $2,500 a month. So that was our primary residence for a little over two years. And we lived there that whole time, um, but we, tr we turned that house from a liability money going out of our pocket on mortgage, property taxes, property insurance, uh, landscaping, pool, 
though that made that house a liability for us but we were able to turn it into an asset by doing a short-term rental out of the converted garage space that we weren't really using anyways and instead of paying out of pocket $2100 a month we were able to actually make anywhere from 4 to 500 dollars a month because we're bringing in $2,500 because of the short-term rental. So cash out, $2,100, cash in, $2,500. That's a net profit of $400 a month. $400 a month, multiply that by 12, that's $4,800 a year. So that's a huge swing. That's making an additional $4,800 per year, but also saving around uh, 2,100 times 12, that is $25,200. Uh, math on the spot's not so great, but we not only did we save $25,000 on our mortgage, but we also made an additional 4,800 on top of that. So when you think about it, in a year's time, that's a $29,000 swing of money that we, we kept in our pocket. Which, which is incredible. So uh, I do want to let people, the point of this video was to just let people know the difference between an asset and a liability as it pertains to your uh, real estate, uh, your, your primary residence. Something that I recommend is if you do plan on staying in a house, finding out a way to turn it into an asset um, or when you're ready to purchase another real estate property and use your other, your old one as a long-term rental. So hopefully that wasn't too convoluted and made sense. And if you have any questions, please let me know.